Blog Talk Radio. Before here, 
Uh, we had the problem before the sh even the show started. It was telling mm -hmm. us that the show will start in three hours' time. So oh. nothing has to start here. Yeah, nothing has to start here. Like, just live without telling it to the time. Just start now. So while while you guys we were talking, I was I kept thinking what what was uh, what was going on. Yeah. So uh, Patrick, welcome. Um, continue to my. I, I don't know if you have a comment to my question, uh, my whining there. That I don't want to insult you. I, I, I want to do the the right thing. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, was was that the question about our pay? what you think is worth model for the session right right mm -hmm. right right yeah. okay. because you know black folk that, the that way we yeah that's that's fine we we've given that a lot of thought and there's a reason why we're doing it that way and i'll, I'll have to leave it there but there's a reason <laughs> that why we have that pricing model in place now the consulting is different the consulting the maximizer consulting that's a one-on-one -on -one custom consulting service, that's different. That's a paid service. But the the, okay. Okay. the 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 sessions are we want to keep them as close to free as we can. And we came up with this model, like I said, there's a reason why we did this. Don't no need to feel guilty. Pay what you think is worth or pay what you can either. That's that's how you look at it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Pay, pay what you think. It is worth, and that is where the problem is. Actually, what you think it is worth? It's like you are telling me, I'm paying you ten dollars, and I'm telling you that this is what it is worth. You see my thinking, uh, Patrick? That is or, what I'm or telling what you. you can, what, yeah. what you can pay, right? I mean, it's yeah. It's, okay. It's, okay. It's, okay. It's, we, we don't argue to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. The marketplace will tell us what the service is worth. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And so I can suggest, you know one thing I can suggest, Patrick? I, I can suggest yes. you put a minimum. You say we have a minimum yeah. of five dollars, but if you <laughs> think this is more than more than this, at least if I pay the minimum, it 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 won't haunt me. Uh, I'll not go to bed. I'll go to bed and sleep uh, nicely. You know, yeah, consider yeah, a minimum. A minimum yeah, if it's yeah, one dollar, consider a minimum. We, we we already have a minimum. That's why we say it's not free. Okay. <laughs> we do have okay. a minimum, right? So, yeah, so okay. we, that that's in place. It's not free, but you pay what you think is worth. <laughs> right? So, so, uh, so, you know, so that's, okay. that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, welcome uh, <laughs> to our show. So we have uh, quite a bit of uh, items. Uh, Brother Charlie, welcome. Uh, Noah, yeah. Dr. Patrick. Yeah. Um, I wanted to add on uh, something Dr. Patrick mentioned there that um, I don't know if I can put it uh, correctly. Remington says, uh, "Do not, uh, do not do that. Do not, give, do not make you money." Remington says, "Do not make you money." So this shows um, uh, Nathan is doing, and I think the way he started, Dr. Patrick. We want remittances to start making us money. Um, oh. Other than just keep sending into this bottomless pit, 
as they call it, bottomless pit. Can we um, make this money uh, start to be more useful to our countries? This is a crusade we are going to join in. We want uh, this money some of us have been sending for the last 20 years, and there is no penny. And yet we know that this money can build uh, electro uh, dams. This money, 48, is it, uh, we said if it's just 10%, we divert 10% from, uh, from consumption to investing. It can begin to connect Africa, build new roads. Africa has energy problem. Can, can, probably it can do that. The thinking, Dr. Patrick, there, if we put in the dam, in the electronic world, it will probably um, uh, in the mines. Our own government, we are going to talk about it, is selling a mine, uh, uh, not selling nothing. They are, t they are buying a mine which they sold for, was it 100 million? And now they are buying it back for 1.5 billion. You talk about the geniuses in our, in our government. They don't even have that 1.5 billion to begin with, and they want to start running the, 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 the mines. If the diaspora, Dr. Patrick, were organized, the 4.8 billion we talked about last week, can we invest into some of these projects which will give our people some employment? Probably tomorrow I don't need to send more money to Zambia. Maybe I should look at it that way as a return. So uh, we are really going to push the, this one uh, with the, all the input uh, you people g g gave us uh, gave us today. Um, first, we're going to talk about the corona, uh, the deaths in Zambia. Nothing. They have really risen. Uh, almost every day, people are dying in our country. Africa thought we were. Uh, uh, this pandemic didn't touch as much. Now the second wave is killing our people like nobody's business, and we are asking where is the president in the country? Uh, here where we are in Canada, um, uh, Patrick will tell you where he is, especially Toronto. They are always locking up uh, their, uh, their state, their province. They're being locked up. You can't do this. You can't do this. And yet we find people in Zambia, they are going to church as normal. Where is our president? We hear um, the vaccines. The Western world is distributing the vaccines. They had the record-breaking uh, vaccinations yesterday in the, in the U.S. This is what Donald Trump didn't want, that when he's gone, that, that, then you start some positive news. He didn't like this. Anyway. They had record-breaking vaccinations, but Africa is looking to the West, to the Western world, to provide them with, um, with the medicines. So um, those are some of the things we uh, want to talk about. And then we'll look at Amanda. Uh, what is the name now? Uh, Goman. Nathan. Mm. Amanda Goman's uh, poem. Some of the things I don't know if all of us have have had a chance to print Amanda Gorman's uh, poem. Some of the things, when you translate them into the Zambian, nothing, uh, Brother Charlie, uh, Amanda Gorman's uh, poem, uh, she cited, if you translate them into the Zambian thinking, oh, man, 
That girl is loaded, Nathan. That girl is loaded. You know, I was yeah. listening to her uh, on, uh, you go to YouTube, a lot of interviews. She did interviews. The way she talks, you not think this is a 22-year-old talking. She has, oh, she has stuff in the head for a 22-year-old. She is heavy. My goodness. So we'll talk about uh, those, uh, uh, the poems. Dr. Munsanje, good morning, sir. Dr. Musanje, are you there? We need to have a show where you come in and tell us what Hello? you did in Zambia. Yes, Hello? how are you? Yeah, how well, are you I just uh, tuned, in, tuned in. You know I like to tune in. It's, uh, it's my pastime on Saturday, anytime my grandchildren. But right now I put it on mute because I have a lot of them here. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> I was saying we, we, we need to come at this. The situation is affecting Zambia in many ways, but one of the things that you you want to discuss and uh, is talk about um, uh, today. One of my relatives at UTH, and they don't have oxygen. You know. So now the money has gone for campaigns. So we need to have our priorities set in uh, uh, properly. Yeah. You see, Nathan. You see, Nathan. What we are saying? There is no oxygen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We are asking where is uh, the the president, uh, Doctor Kasonso in Washington D.C. Uh, oh, Kasonso. Around Washington. Doctor Kasonso, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Yeah, you've been missing for oh, two weeks. I've been counting here. Uh, I've been checking the the register here. You've not appeared <laughs> on the, this register. You are missing for almost two weeks. Um, no. That is uh, no. not uh, not very nice. Unless you no. have justification. So go ahead and justify your pres- your absence, uh, Doc. Accept my apologies. I just think, okay. uh, I worked late night, uh, uh, no, so many hours on Friday. And by the time I'm waking okay. up on Saturday, the show is nearly over. So I apologize. Okay. That, uh, that is my world. Well, that is my world. But you are going to be very critical on the question of uh, the, uh, the sale of uh, uh, Mupani which, number one, does not make any sense for the Zambian government to run anything later on a mine. To run anything later on a mine. Even the government of Canada, government of America, they don't want to run stuff. They know they can't. But there is Mr. Lungu saying he's taking over Mupani with ZCCMHI and they are going to be running the mine. I say, give me a break. Dr. Patrick, good morning, sir. Boy Kalini, boy Kalini. Ah, Dr. Patrick, we are. You, 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 you gave us uh, a lot of uh, information to work with there. Um, yes. So we, we, like Nathan said. Ah, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Roger, let me, let me, let me just um, piggyback on two comments. 
um, from Brother Stephen Patrick and yourself with remittance. Um, you said you said rightfully so that remittance does not make any money. That's true. And the question, the follow-up question to that is, how can you make money from remittances? That's the vision. Exactly. You ask the question. Now you have to answer the question. How can exactly. you do this? So that's that's yes. the homework. Um, with respect mm-hmm. to Stephen Patrick, uh, and I, 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 I see exactly where you're coming from with respect to uh, charging and setting a price on the services uh, that he and his brother is offering. Uh, but there's a trust in business. There's a level of trust in business. For example, um, uh, my business um, with, with Stephen Patrick's assistance has grown to 100000 per annum. But I'm only going to give Patrick $100. So that's that's the question. Is that fair? And within oneself, you say uh, $100 is not correct. But but <laughs> Stephen Patrick told me that it was correct. That's that's the conundrum right. in 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 your in your question to um to our brother. And hopefully he in the in the future in the near future he'll give us some guidance on that problem that would give me angst and anybody else angst when they make a lot of money based on Stephen Patrick's direction and yet and still eh, I give them what I want to give them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that. I'll do right that, but I'll write it down. I'll write it down. You saw the direction of our workshop and you saw the caliber of people that are starting to come in and a different social economic groups of people that are coming in and what they really value us, our services as, because we're so confident, you, you'd be surprised. So we have absolutely no worries on Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I like last time the way Dr. Patrick was explaining. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to write it. I was trying to write it down. Uh, now, uh, Brother Patrick, this is the question Dr. Patrick has uh, given us, and I think uh, this is where our project starts. You do an experiment here uh, with the radio. We move together. Dr. Patrick is asking, how do we make money with our remittances? I think we need to move together as a village to find the answer for that question. Um, okay, I have a follow-up question. You have a follow-up question? Make money for what? What do we you make money for? You want to money make money off of, of, of remittances, money to do what? Good question. Money, yeah, money um, uh, to, 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 buy, to, to, to build roads. Money to build. Let's just let me say money to build Africa. Instead of us asking money from China, we we have the money to build Africa. So we want to make money to build Africa. Roger. Right, right now that money is just being consumed. It has, a, yeah. Let me not say it has little value, 
but uh, we know that the World Bank is reporting that money for a reason. There is a reason yeah. the World Bank is reporting it. Yeah. There is no, there yeah. is no we can do more with that money. Uh, I read uh, Mexico and Bra Brazil, Mexico, they even borrow against the remittances. They create bonds. They borrow against the remittances. So, Roger. Um, yes. I, I think, yeah, I think that, that question that uh, Patrick has just asked is pretty important and critical, even on a personal level. But let me start with the roads. For instance, you could say to build roads. If you are not specific, they'll build roads in Kamwala and Kabwata instead of building the roads for uh, feeder roads that you can transport grain and uh, inputs for the farmers. So to, that, that's a very question to be that specific uh, as to what are we raising the money for and exactly what. Mm. So, yeah, so okay. that's very, very important to answer. But then, because la even la just last night, I sat for two hours with a gentleman, and we were talking about uh, investments and other things, and he was trying to show me how to make money, um, trying to see what else I can do. And, I, you know, I got to a point after I left, I was like, why did I start getting into this business in the first place? And to the honest answer is I didn't want to be homeless, period. And uh, I didn't want to go end up going back to Zambia. That was the main, that was my drive. All of it was just make enough money to put food on the table, then make enough money to pay for my kids' school. Then, um, you know, so now I'm getting into like the critical thinking exactly what do I want the money for and how do I expect to grow it? And I think this earlier on workshop that we had was very, very important, um, uh, for us to have. And I think that's something that's been lacking in our communities to be able to educate ourselves that way. So even when I'm very skilled at a, at a at a, anything, I don't know how to monetize it. Even if I'm in business, I don't have the ability or the knowledge or the drive to push it to its maximum capacity. You know, so I think that's uh, very, very important. I'm loving it. Well said. Yeah, well said. Uh, so before we go on, Larry King, uh, it's reported Larry King has died. Died, was it today? Last night? Um... Liking was 87 years old. Uh, he had COVID, so I'm not sure why Nathan they are saying they are not sure if it's COVID which killed him. Uh, maybe they are right, but uh, but he so had COVID. Announced... Yeah, he had COVID, but so the complications are rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at I mean, 87 with the age, yeah. They just don't want to say COVID. What's the problem? It's COVID. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, probably they want to say only poor people die of COVID, maybe. They don't want to say oh, that. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It's COVID. It's yeah. Period. The bottom line is it's so, so. <laughs> Why don't we start? We have a lot of um, uh, ground to, to cover. Um, in Zambia, the uh, COVID situation is bad. Then we have this mining. Roger. Before, uh, the one. Roger. Yes, Dr. Pat. Mm -hmm. Roger, let's, let's also put in remembrance our great brother, Hank Aaron, uh, um, baseball player par excellence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he passed away I, yesterday. So let's let's um <clears throat> put him in our remembrance as well. Great, great ball player. Yes, yes, yes. Was 
Was that man, where was he from, Dr. Pat? He's, I believe he's from um, the Mississippi area, but he played for Atlanta, and he also yeah. played for um, another baseball, Milwaukee. He played for those teams. Those yeah, I saw teams. some senator uh, who was claiming him, so and also a reference uh, to South Africa. So I was confused. So it, 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 I, I, I didn't get the, the, the connection. Yeah. And all the people yeah. we've died with, uh, who have died, um, priests in, in Zambia, uh, we've had, uh, I think, how many people of God have, have, have died in, in Zambia, from the priesthood uh, to Pentecostals, we lost uh, Brother Wilbrod uh, Chanda, he was a great man of God when I was in the youth fellowship in Kitwe, uh, he always visited us uh, in our camps, um, uh, Aunt Margaret, uh, Mwale, Nathan, uh, we lost Aunt uh, Margaret very, very yeah. close uh, to some of us who were in the youth fellowship um, uh, b- 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 back home. Uh, I can remember in my church uh, last week, Mama uh, Chowaya, Major Chowaya was an elder in our church. The, 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 wife, the wife died. Um, Father Chirundika has been... Uh, a priest uh, in the in the Catholic Church. Uh, he also died uh, just last uh, a, a few uh, days ago. Um, now those are not Mrs. people. Those are people we yeah. know within Mrs. my group. Elizabeth Sakala was put to rest today. Yes. And my goodness me. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my group, I I have here with the UPND. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, ours, uh, Lloyd, uh, Lloyd Lukama of the UK, he lost uh, both parents one day of COVID. They died uh, one wow. day. Uh, within the group, we have got Pastor Nkole. He lost his sister uh, in southern province. Uh, he died there. Uh, within the same group, um, Dr. Chipakupaku lost a nephew in Solwezi. So I was talking to Dr. Mbewe, the, the, the death of COVID has not been very, very far uh, from people we know. They are just one step away from people we know. Um, maybe some of us have been fortunate at this point, but I don't, we don't see it going to uh, continue this way. The question we are asking is, where is the president of Zambia? Where is Mr. Lungu? Where is he? Uh, the man is busy campaigning, uh, spreading, helping to spread the COVID, uh, like Dr. Um, uh, Dr. Musanja just said here. There is no oxygen. COVID is an, first and foremost an oxygen disease. People have to have uh, uh, oxygen. There is no oxygen in the country. That is Africa. There is no oxygen. Um, the country needs to be shut down. The country needs some kind of direction. This is where we are going. We see here the premiers, uh, Patrick, the premiers every day in every province. They are standing up. Trudeau himself as prime minister is on the platform telling the people, this is what we are doing. Our president is missing. We are asking this morning, where 
is the president where is the president of Zambia? Go ahead, Nathan. Give, give me your, your your sense here. No oxygen, but a lot of PF Chitenge to go around. No oxygen, but um, a lot of money being wasted on campaign and stuff like that. It, 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 it's almost, I hate to go this route, but I don't have a choice. It's almost a replica of what we witness here in the U.S., consumed with an election, and you are ignoring the critical situation that is exactly. going on. That's exactly what is happening in Zambia. I keep telling my friends in Zambia that I think President Lungu and Donald Trump are cousins, you know, something like that. It's, uh, you, you cannot ignore that situation. When people, this is the, what's the word they're using? This is the second wave which has hit the country, but they're ignoring or not really giving it the attention that it deserves. Somebody made a comment and said, when somebody goes to live in a hospital, they are not coming back. Do you remember what Chiruba, how President Chiruba described the, the health system in Kaunda's time? Lala, you remember how that Chiruba described the health system in Kaunda's time? Do you yeah. remember that? So and so. He said, <laughs> you remember that? So and so. You remember that? Me, you see, that's yes, the danger yes. with yeah. me. I've got a very dangerous memory, Patrick. I don't forget things. At times it's good, at times it's not good. Because when people do things to you, you tend not to forget. Um, so, what's the English expression? It's like we are, it's like going to a death chamber, basically, put yeah. it that way. Mm-hmm. So, basically, going to the basically, yeah, you're going to the hospital. So, if you cannot get help in a place which was designed to give you help, when you have a health condition or a health situation, irrespective of what it is. The images we have right now. Yeah. And then the place where you are supposed to get this help, you can't get the help from that place. What does that mean? What do you say? Crisis, right? That's a crisis yeah. right there. Yeah. You cannot have a crisis and have an absent leader. You can't. Let's take it to, 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 to the everyday. When there is no food in the house, that's a crisis. And the kids expect you to do something about it as the head of the family. There is a crisis in the nation. And the father of the house is not doing what he's supposed to do. That's basically where things are. Me, I've been calling personally, calling family members, Roger, pleading with them, please, just stay at home. If you don't need to go anywhere, stay home. That's all. Mm. Maybe that's what we need to do. Each one of us here or those listening, I've called my family members and I've told them, if you don't need to go to... This is what is happening. You know, my friend, this is what happened. You remember when Fauci was giving some projections, he said, we are going into a Thanksgiving time. The kids will go home from colleges. And he suggested and proposed that when the kids go home after Thanksgiving, they shouldn't go back to school. And you remember, most colleges in America closed 
at Thanksgiving, somewhere there. You know what happened in Zambia? The siege started after Christmas, that Christmas period, leading into New Year's Eve, because Dr. Kasonso's all Dr. Kasonso's Pentecostal friends decided to ignore COVID and have the crossover services because they are so spiritual. They need to do that. If you don't do a crossover service, you are not spiritual enough. Mm-hmm. So it came from the Christmas holiday celebration and the crossover services and all these numerous funerals going around with a lot of people there. I know traditionally we want to show up at a funeral. And you know the West Part Roger the fourth thing? Our politicians are going around campaigning like there's no COVID. Yeah. That's Listen, the problem. can I push back can I push back? I don't even know if it's a pushback, just a little bit. Um, what's the difference between riding in a packed minibus or going to Soweto Market every day and going to a crossover night? It's the same thing. Yeah. It's so thing. when we highlight the cross so 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 that's not highlight the crossover over the others. <laughs> now the, are they a factor? Yes. Uh, all I'm saying is let's not highlight the crossover over the other because every day and this is my difficulty. There are people in Zambia who literally don't have food for today. Those have to go out. So how do we work around that? Because that's also a real situation. The way that it could well, work is if the government was able to mobilize the ability to feed, let's say we lock down Lusaka, and you say, okay, in Lusaka we are going to give these vulnerable homes, akasa kakabunga, some beans, and some salt, and salad. The rest are luxury. If you don't have, you won't starve with these. Your military is sitting in their barracks, go distribute their food and make sure you lock down that city, but give them the food. Because the ones in Kapulonga can stay home. But what about those who eat literally in Hawaii, Matawishibe, Ulechoru Chero, Tamushuana breakfast in Amalakwa, Tana lunch? Those guys are in Soweto market every single day. So there's got to be a solution that deals with that. Obviously, and that is where a crossover is a different. Because crossover, not a widow crossover, you, 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 you're losing nothing. You can stay home and pray. You don't go to Kamwara, you're not going to feed your family. Those are two different things. No, no, but, but, when you, but the way we discuss it, Roger, is that when you look at the proportions, how many people are at crossover night versus who goes out there? So even if you shut down the crossover night, you are, you, 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 the needle will be very, 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 it's a, it's a minuscule movement on the needle. Now, we, because we are Christians here and we know these people, we know that they are dying. What about all the others that are dying and nobody knows about it and the government is even, they are shh, don't uh, say anything, exactly, don't say anything. Exactly. So that the numbers may not be blown up. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so, it's, they, so looking at crossovers will distract us from the big problem. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, also, in the absence of a president in our country, like Nathan is saying, mm-hmm. let's call our relatives, one or two, three, we can call, but on the national level, in the absence of a leader in Zambia, as far as, uh, because, I mean, we know what is supposed to be, to be done right now. I know, and actually, as alluded to it, our people, uh, our, our suffering back home, People cannot stay home. It, it, it is practically impossible. But there are things like church, things like uh, the bus, the disco. Uh, there are just certain things we need direction. What say you, Vakasoso, 
in this regard, where the president is not there to give direction to the country. The government is not there. Yeah, what, what we need is for uh, other leaders, for example, those in the opposition, uh, to take uh, the matter of, uh, of of the COVID seriously. We saw what happened and, and, and demonstrate to the people how they can live uh, with the COVID safely. Uh, we saw what happened here in the United States. Uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were holding meetings of campaigning but they weren't like crowds, crowds like uh, uh-huh. Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump would just hold rallies, people standing together. He would be holding what now became the spreader, super spreader event. Yeah. So, Ken, how are we going to live with the COVID? Um, yes, we will, sometimes we'll take all the precautions but still catch it and die. Other times, most of the times, when we take the precautions, the rate uh, proportionately draws down uh, the rate yes, of infection. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So what we need is uh, other leaders to rise up and model uh, and, you know, emphasize the, 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 the methods of uh, prevention and, and how people can live with it. Because we have to be able to live with the COVID. Just being locked down in the house isn't going to help enough. And, you know, people have to go eat or find food or work, you know, wearing masks, sanitation, practicing social distance. That message needs to be strong coming from other leaders. Clearly, the president is not able to be to be the messenger for that. Uh, he is holding this super spreader event, uh, flying to different uh, parts of the country, people queuing up gatherings and i think that we also have to distinguish between gatherings and uh, regular life events like catching going on a main bus for uh, or to uh, gatherings uh, like you know church <clears throat> gatherings gatherings especially in closed uh, places uh, yes. gatherings tend to spread the the covid more uh, you know for example, if you're taking a minibus, you take a, a minibus from from Main Masala to to town center in Indola. How many minutes is that ride? You have a mask on, and you have sanitizers in your hands. You take a, a little spot in the in a bus, and you can go to the city. And you 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 can take maybe ten fifteen minutes. The trip is over. But when you go to, to, to church, it's going to be a two-hour service, which is longer, and it's an enclosed place. Or you can also go to what Vankama spoke about. These crossover meetings, they last for more than eight hours. They're starting around 10. People are in an enclosed place. They are singing and praying loudly. They are breathing into the same air. So... The rate at which certain events can spread the COVID that others should also be a factor. And the leadership, alternative leadership, should demonstrate how people can be able to live with the COVID and live with the COVID safely. Uh, but the current administration, the presidency, is just disregarding protocols. You will hear his Minister of Health uh, emphasizing what people should be doing, and his boss doing the opposite and doing it publicly. 
you know, uh, not practicing social distancing and, you know, letting people be crowded up, dancing for him. And, you know, even if you hear what he's trying to tell them, there is not even anything constructive he's sharing with the people to give them hope or to show the direction where the country is going. He's just gathering people to sing for, for him and praise him and, you know, and, you know, telling him there is party, telling them his party, you know, telling them things that are, that are of no consequence, uh, really. You know, it's just like you're going around, playing around, and, and causing people to be infected. So we need other leaders to rise, uh, on, on the, uh, to, to rise and demonstrate how the people can live with the COVID and taking all the necessary precautions as they go out to make ends meet. That's what I think. Well, I too, um, Brother Noah, the question of uh, vaccine, AstraZeneca, uh, who is, um, uh, I mean, some of them, the, the, the manufacturing, based in India, the closest they will bring uh, medicine, is it a vaccination to, to Africa, uh, the sequence goes as they have to deliver to Brazil first, uh, and then Morocco in Africa, and then South Africa. Question is, where is the 52 countries um, on, the, on the map? Who is going to give us uh, the, the vaccines? Um, or are we just going to be seeing our people drop the way it is? The latest numbers, uh, Noah, I hear, uh, Africa will receive the vaccines in 2022. And what is not helping matters is our ignorance. Even when we see a lot of people are dropping dead, we are still ignorant. This vaccine, don't touch it. Go ahead, Dinoa. Yeah, thank you. Unless you are one of those people who says don't don't touch <laughs> the vaccine. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, th- thank you for the opportunity to share. So I think on the on the vaccine, this is something that we are pushing out here for the state health department here in Indiana, encouraging our our people to do likewise. But I think when it comes to African countries and particularly Zambia, uh, there has been a lot that has been said about vaccines either not being safe and people having some hesitations and things like that. The solution to that is African countries or Zambia has to have institutions and they have to be in a position to do their own research to come up their vaccines because that's how you you address all these challenges that uh, people are having. But when the government is not in a position to be ahead or put some of those things at the front banner of things, it becomes a challenge and you continue having what, seeing what we're seeing where people uh, have these reservations. But the solution is if, imagine Zambia has a research institution they do their own research, they don't have to depend on the West. Then you come up with a vaccine that is going to be trusted by your own people. The same is true in, in, in India. The Indian government, I think I was actually listening to, a, to, a, to some recording yesterday on NPR, National Public Radio, where the Indian government, of course, they are going with one of the uh, British uh, approved vaccine, but they also have their own 
a generic one because most of those things they are trying to speak to the concerns of the people showing that they have their own to sort of encourage people to be proactive in terms of taking these vaccines. But the solution to Zambia and African countries is African countries need to have their own institutions. They need to do their own research. They need to do everything uh, sort of in-house. When you can do that, then you won't be able to be worried about what is in the vaccine because there's a lot of talk. Maybe they are putting DNA for animals and all kinds of stuff. But if you can do your own research, you have the control of what is in the vaccine. But when you are being handed down things, you don't know what's in the contained in the vaccine. So from a public health perspective, of course, like I'm not going to go on the record and tell people don't take the vaccine. Of course, we are encouraging people to take the vaccines, but I think overall the goal for African countries is to create the necessary institutions that are needed to do the research so that at least you can carry out your clinical trials and you ensure that you're protecting your people. Because, for instance, if I have to hunt down any clothes to someone else, I'm not going to give them the best clothes that I have. I have to give them things that I know that, okay, I've worn this, I'm tired of wearing this, now I can pass it on. So the same is true. You cannot expect the United States or these other organizations to have the best interest at heart. Of course, there's this talk about depopulation, but the answer to that is do your own research, then you don't have to worry about uh, the, the talk that is going around. But again, I just encourage people to take the vaccine because I think that's what we have if the government is not in a position to take that route. So I think we should err on the side of prevention for now and like regret, yeah. regretting at a later stage. So I'm encouraging yeah. people to I take mean, the vaccine. Like Nathan said, Noah, we call our, our, our relatives, take them about distancing. So is the vaccine because they can see everyone around them dropping. Like Donald Trump said, what the hell do you have to lose? We are losing you anyway. Our people are dying anyway. And uh, according to World Health Organization, the efficacy of these vaccines is not any different from the ones being delivered to, to, to Africa. We've created all these myths in our, in, in our, in our heads. This vaccine is here to change the DNA to, to do this. Well, our people are dropping like flies anyway. So what are you scared of? But before we even reach, we reach that point, we need a leader in Zambia who is going to tell us where is the Zambian vaccine going to come from for those who want to be vaccinated. Where is it going to come from? Uh, Roger, let me comment on uh, one thing that uh, no one said. And this takes us back to something that Dr. Kasonso, I think in our Kalonde, uh, talked about, have alluded to. When you have perpetually, over a period of years, in the history of a nation, prioritized the wrong things and invested resources yeah. in the wrong things, eventually it catches up with you. Because exactly. we have not paid attention to the health system of our nation, 
we are paying the price in the COVID era. Because like Noah said, so now you are going to start regrouping the Zambian scientists when you dismantled. I don't know what is the state of the National Council for Scientific Research. Noah, maybe you can help us here. I don't know what is the condition of the National Council for Scientific Research. You see, when things like this happen, and I agree, we need to come up with our own vaccine. Why are we looking yeah. to, I don't know whether it's America or UK or whatever, to provide us with our own vaccine? And then complain have, at, the, at the same time. Yeah, we have done major surgeries in Zambia. I don't think research on a vaccine is a complicated beyond an African mind's ability to be able to conceptualize and come up with a vaccine, like a so The problem The entire continent is depending on other people. The entire continent is depending now, on other people to, to deliver now, the medicine. Yeah. You, you made a statement, Roger, and said a vaccine, according to information which I also looked up, a vaccine may reach most of African or Zambian countries in 20... So what's going to happen between now and before we get the vaccine? Yeah. That's okay. a big question. Yeah. Uh, Roger, that's what Nathan's point is exactly what I wanted to comment on. Between now and the time we receive the vaccine, what are we supposed to do? So, uh, you know, I was looking at something, I, I forgot to send it to you. Like in Tanzania, you know, Kufutikila, They've figured out, they've made some kind of a, a little tent that you get in. So all those kinds yes. of things should be on the table. We don't have a vaccine. So instead of I'm trying to push a vaccine which is not available, how about we push whatever other method uh, people are saying will work? Like, again, like Trump said, what do we have to lose? Uh, the, the unfortunate thing is that as Africans, thinking that only what comes from the West is what is going to work. What about your grandmother in, in Chinsari? Before there was any panadol, what was she doing? People were not falling down dead because of malaria and because of headaches. So in the absence of that panadol, you can't sit back and just cry for panadol. Do whatever people used to do. There are a lot of things that we are hearing. If you do this, if you do that, try them. If it doesn't work, you don't have the vaccine anyway. You know, so we, we need to push, put everything on the table and, and push our scientists to be innovative. How do we work with what we have? I'm not going to wait until I buy a car. So because I don't have a car, I'm not going to walk to the grocery. My children should just starve to death because I don't have a car. It may take me two hours to walk to the grocery, but my children will not die when I get back. In a car, it could take me five minutes and back. So we've got to put all the cards on the table and work with what we have Doc as we wait for the big solution. Dr. Patrick Nathan started pushing us in 2019, probably we are, we are part of the people to blame, he said you need national uh, lab laboratories. <clears throat> because right now, even our highest institution of learning, you were talking about uh, uh, the scientific uh, research. I can assure you, Nathan, if there is a, a, a microscope in there a, a, at our... Mo Top university, University of Zambia. Probably it is a dorm. People sleep there. Oh, well, I'm probably over-exaggerating, but very, very close to that. Very, very close to that. Okay, we move on.
but let's keep uh, these stories uh, uh, going, asking where, where our president is. Um, people are dying in Zambia. People are dying. Last week, I was very, very, very low. Uh, maybe low because I was scared. I think it was very scary. It was uh, coming very close to myself. Uh, probably the, it looked a distance away six months ago. Oh, Africa has been saved, but that's not the case anymore. The way our people, Roger, our people are, Roger, are dying. Yes, Dr. Pat. Roger, there are, I know at least two brothers that are out there in the listening audience that have expressed mm-hmm. an interest in starting up a regulatory laboratory. We're just waiting on them to to step up. But there are at least two that want to do it. So we just have to encourage them and send out some, um, some pleading that they can mm. do it. And I'm sure yeah. they can do it. So, so we're waiting yeah. on them. You, you see, uh, Brother Patrick, you see what we were saying about, uh, I don't know if this is a, a question of money, but th- th- these are some of the things we would like to do. Africa should be able to have research labs. Uh, is it money we don't have? Good question you asked. Good question. I think the money is, is there. But our president would rather buy a plane than put in a in in a, in, in, in a in a lab. Doctor yeah. Kasonso, uh, uh, very quickly, go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think go we have to, I think we have to come to some kind of consensus on how much time and energy and focus we spend on these leaders, given the fact that they're not going to change. And so I think that's something for everyone to think about. How I like much that. time and focus I like that. should you give to leadership knowing I like that, that they're not going to change and there's no way for you to make them change. Okay. Right? Now, 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 Patrick, not to take you back to last week, that is where my question was coming from. After send, sending 45 billion, 48 billion to Africa, and we know our leaders are messed up, we know our leaders are not going to change, and we keep sending that money, it's not doing anything. I, we asked the question last week, what is wrong with the diaspora? What is wrong with... We know they are not going to change, Patrick. We know. And now we can't even organize. We know we even have the money to organize ourselves and start running stuff. What is wrong with us? Let's not start it because that, that, that is very emotional to me. It makes me mad when I start thinking in that, in, in, in that direction. They are not going to change nothing, Patrick has said here. We know. But we, also, we, then? directors. Directors, I've run out of time, Nathan. I've got too much stuff to, 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 to talk about. But finish your, finish your thought very quick. No, no, I just wanted to say in view of Patrick's statement, then we need to revisit our strategies and how we are going to approach and move from here. 
Because you I see, like, like I said, a simple like act that. like me call, like me calling my family at home and tell them, don't go out if you don't need to go out. A simple act like that. So if the leaders are not going to change, so what I'm going to do is to focus on doing what I'm what I will do and make my contribution out there, create jobs and things like that. The yeah. leaders won't change. Yeah. Yeah, that is that, that is uh, that is very, uh, very 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 true. Uh, Amanda, excuse me, Amanda's poem. There was a line there. It says, "Where can we find light in this never-ending shed?" That is Africa. Where can we find light in this never-ending shed? That is Africa. Our leaders will never change. Also, go ahead very, very briefly. I think we are going to do justice. This one we need. I looked your writing. We need the entire 30 minutes, and I've already run out of time. Can the Zambian government, without explaining what has happened in um, Mopani, can we run a mine, the Zambian government? Um, the answer is um, is yes. Uh, the Zambian government, in principle, can run a mine. Uh, you remember when we started discussing issues to say that um, uh, to say that what government needed was to uh, get a bigger share, bigger stake in the uh, dominant products that we're exporting out of the country. Mm. Yes. So that uh, necessarily uh, needed to include increasing shares uh, in the mining sector. And not only uh, by acquiring one, uh, one mine, but increasing the share in the other mines as well. Um, but what I didn't anticipate is a total takeover, uh, because if you go back to the history of mining in Zambia, and particularly mines run by the government, they reach a point where because of the corruption, the bureaucracy, and lack of uh, professionalism and business acumen to understand the aggregate production sector of, uh, of mineral deposits, uh, you know, their mines started running on losses and also because of overburdening, uh, you know, uh, putting a lot of uh, education, sports and uh, constructions and buildings. Literally, we had the mines built the country of Zambia. So because of over-dependence on the mines or revenues from the mines, the institutions began to run at a loss for a long period of time. So the need that came about was that we should uh, privatize. But instead of privatizing, uh, the mines were actually externalized. It means that it meant that uh, there were entire mines that were owned by uh, multinational companies and, uh, and things like that. So this movement to try and get a share out of the minerals of our country uh, to belong to the people of Zambia through their government is a positive move on the aggregate and in the long term. Uh, 
But we have to look at Mopani specifically and evaluate the short term. And then from the short term, we can suggest some things on how best uh, the mine can be run so that the benefits reach the people of Zambia. Uh, first of all, the government of Zambia, this current government of Zambia, is saddled in debt, you know, and they, they have defaulted on several, um, uh, on, on the European uh, bonds. And the, the credit rating of the nation of Zambia has gone down, which means yeah. the working capital required for machinery and things that will be required to recapitalize the mine to the point of raising production and increasing the benefits uh, from the mining sector for the people of Zambia is not available in the short term because of the debt burden. Uh, and also they have acquired this mine by taking on new debt. We know from, uh, hist- from our recent history and how we have depleted the, the reserves at the Bank of Zambia. We know that it is uh, equity payments and uh, unsustained imports. We also know that it's debt servicing that has depleted the reserves at the Bank of Zambia. Yes. So, uh-huh. so, 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 so what that means is that they have uh, they've had an unsustainable expense regime, and the country's economy is misstructured, is miscued. So even by taking over a mine and you increase debt, it means that the actual money that you want from that in the short term will not be available because you need to be servicing pre-existing debt as well as a new debt that you have acquired. So because of those restrictions in the short term, we can say that the current government, the current administration, the PF government under Mr. Lungu, does not have the business standing and strategic uh, advantage to run the mine in a way that will benefit the people of Zambia. Uh, However, we must say that if we had the opportunity to change the government and change the players who can be able to restructure a little bit of the economy and also develop new relationships with a global financial system, then we can come up with a government that can participate in the running of the mine for the benefit of the people of Zambia. That is what we should zero in on this. The current government has no capacity from the financial standpoint and strategic point standpoint to run a mine to make the short-term investment and pay off the, all the debts that they have borrowed for the benefit of the people of Zambia. Roger, if I can piggyback on what Dr. Kasonso has said, the, uh, and I totally agree with him, except I think the best way to raise capital and be able to service that debt is a government-private sector partnership because that will help. The private sector partners will bring in the necessary discipline to stop the government, to stop, uh, what is his name, Osaka Province Minister, from going to ask from the managing director of the Mopani to give money to, for some campaign, to buy Fitenge and give him money. You see what I mean? So if, but the private sector will bring in that discipline. The private sector has to be the strategic partner because eventually, and if the government targets the Zambian population to be the private sector partners, um, that money is... is uh, when, in, when, in when you principle. say private sector, you are thinking Zambia private sector. Zambians. In the priority is Zambians because there you raise money from Zambians to buy shares 
and that's how you raise capital. That way you buy shares, but it's a Zambian people. So you've got the chance of that money, most of it remaining within the country. Because even if I sell all my shares to someone in Australia or China, eventually the, the earnings are taken out of the country. But the priority, and that's where I believe that in any economy, every government has played a role in ensuring, like for instance, right here in America, when, when during the, the last depression, the government stepped But in. are you sure, Finally, Brother Charlie, the Zambian environment has the capacity to raise the billions of dollars required to run a mine in our environment, our ecosystem? Do you think we have that capacity? Well, yes, absolutely. I think they've got there's enough to be able to, to begin to run because even the, the, the people that we owe that money to, they understand that they're not getting that money in the next five years. This money will be serviced over 10 years or so. We do have. For me, it's, Zambia, it's never been an issue of not having the professionals. It is the unprofessional politicians who come in, instead of when you make money, you reinvest, they come in and they take all this money to campaign and anything like that, you know, to money to other places. But if whatever we make, Roger, here's the situation. Somebody bought a mine for $25 million. They were boasting that in four years they made over $500 million. Surely, are we saying that the Zambian mines are not going to be profitable enough to be able to service these debts? That's the indiscipline of our government. That's what brought the CCM down. It's not necessarily, like you said, they were overburdened. They have to support sports. They have to build the roads. They yeah. have to do everything in the country. Yeah. But the private sector discipline, you know, eventually in 20, say 20 years, you can see that if it's run properly, you can see the situation where the government had totally pulled out and the mine is now owned by Zambian private sector and they are running. Do we have an example of a private sector? or uh, private players doing well in Zambia? No, but this is what we can learn from other countries. Even if we don't have it in Zambia, we can learn from other nations. What has happened here? I gave okay. you an example of GM and Ford. Stepped in, saved them, government pulled out. The private sector is still running it. Okay. Yeah, the dilemma, like the I, dilemma, I promise, Wakasonso. Yeah. Uh, dilemma, someone want to throw in quickly? Yeah, the, the dilemma that we have there is that, first of all, the PF government does not have a track record of running a successful administration from the financial standpoint. Their own government is bankrupt. They, we don't have successful mining conglomerates that are private sector driven in Zambia. So everything is going to be, to, to be done uh, on land as we go basis. Uh, the, the issue I am less inclined to believe is that these, these people who, got, um, uh, who, who bought uh, for the two fire trucks for those millions of dollars and get the majority of the money cut from that can be trusted sure. to handle the finances yeah. of a global yeah. company like a mining corporation. Uh, sure. the, 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 the capacity in this administration is not there. But like Mr. Charlie has said, um, uh, we cannot say in the entire country there are no people who can run the mine. We cannot say that. They are there, and they should be there. It's just not these guys, because these guys who are there in the government have sure. no track record yeah. of running anything financially successfully. They don't have the track record. See, also, we don't see, have, see like so so it was one of the formidable Formidable, formidable companies in Zambia, CEC, uh, run privately. They've 
put in their dirty hands in, the, in, in there. They've found a way of trying to dissolve the place and let it belong to the, to the, uh, to the mines. They're denying them uh, transmission lines to use ESCO's lines if they don't, don't agree to do ABCD, to go and dance at the airport. If they refuse to go and dance. Yeah. But so, Roger, this is, these are the people we are dealing with, Rajat. No, we don't have a climate, saying. even if we bring from Nigeria private sector here and, and there, the ecosystem they find. By the way, like I also pointed out one very important thing. Um, our credit rating, while it affects our government, guess what? It affects everybody in that country. Everyone, mm -hmm. same brush. So whether it is CEC wants to go and borrow from uh, the outside, the rating of Zambian <laughs> affects them. Yeah, that, that, that is, is where Roger, we. That's true, but yes. uh, Roger, but that, that is true. But at the end of the day, the these government, the money that our government squanders every day is given to them by some donor who does not have the interest of Zambia at heart. So they understand that you give them money, they pay 52 million for fire trucks, which are worth 10,000 each. The, the, the donor who gave them that money knows, mm. but they don't have Zambia at heart. That's why I'm saying the local Zambians must have strong stake in what's going on, even in our minds, because I have my interest in Zambia. I will stand up and say, you can't do that. You can't do that. Because we can't keep on trying the same formulas that have not served us well. Even if we, Zambia mm. doesn't have, the government doesn't have the capacity. The private sector who have been running it right now, the foreigners, all they are doing is taking everything out. The only way that the government comes in but finds Zambians with the interest, Zambians, you and me, get involved in those running of the mines. We have no interest in the government. We have interest in the wealth of the nation. We don't care if it's PF, if it's UPND, it's MMD. Our interest is that what Zambia produces must go to the people and must be reinvested within the country. That's the only way. And if we are the ones to hold them accountable, figure out a way of being able to do it, that's what will save us. Otherwise, it will be different people, same results. None of the successive Zambian governments have had the financial discipline for any one of us mm. to have confidence in them. Not just Lungu. All of them before him. They didn't have the kind all of, of them. Uh, discipline. All that of them. The, the, and this is why the, the mighty diaspora, yeah. in my view, we need to step up. We saw some form of financial discipline under the Monawasa government. That is how we yes, were able we to did. reach the Yes, we did. The yes, we did. Yes. So, so it is possible. But the characters we have and cannot be trusted players in that, in that type of a game. Uh, and then we have to also think about something else. The mine, even if the government takes over the mine, there are other factors that are governing issues that, you know, to, the government has to be one that creates an environment in which an indigenous mine can thrive and contribute to the nation. Now, when you look at your import structure, you, you are literally getting everything from everywhere else. So every little penny you, 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 you earn in the Zambia ends up back in the global economy and nothing is kept in Zambia. So unless you can also touch on other sectors to keep more money in the country, the money from the mines also will just also be going out to service date and to buy unnecessary imports. So it's a governing system that needs to change uh, the players of the governing system needs to change, and the thinking needs to change. Just squeezing on one little mine here in our corner isn't enough to change the fortunes of Zambia in yeah, the grand yeah. scheme. So every one of us here has a, has a line from Amanda. Thank you, thank you, Tim, 
but uh, we, are, we are going to do a, a better expose, maybe a good one hour also, where we break line by line, see what we need to, to put in here and there. Uh, we have eaten nothing into uh, the poem, Amanda Gorman poem. Uh, we've eaten into her time. So I've got how many minutes to go? 15. So every one of you has a line. Don't take too much time explaining. I just give you a line. Tell me what you think, especially in the Zambian, uh, in the Zambian context. Um, Nathan, you are on top here. <laughs> uh, here, here, is a, here is a line. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we, try, we, we tired, we tried. I'll repeat the last one, Nathan. That even as we tired, we tried. Amanda Gorman. Go ahead, Nathan. Very, very quickly. And then next is uh, Patrick. It's coming. Because you see, some things they weigh you down, but you still have to get up and try again. Mm. It, it was almost I like, like, yeah, it was almost like we were all afraid in courts and courts. We were all fearful mm -hmm. what a second term Trump would look like. But that fear drove us to turn out in numbers to vote and end there. Okay. Okay. Again, we, we, we need uh, uh, a lot. Uh, from what we have just said, there is a lot there. There, there is a lot. Uh, Brother Patrick, did you listen to the inaugural, this young lady, Amanda Gorman? I did not hear the poem. No, I did okay, not hear it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I'll go to... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, say that again? No, I, I heard that there was a poem and that that she did read the poem, I just didn't see it or hear the poem, unfortunately. No, but but, but the, the the way you are putting it, that she, she did read the poem, like it's a small thing. It was huge. Dr. No. Pat, you need no. to no. tell this uh, uh, namesake of yours. It was huge. Hey. Anyway. I, I, I apologize. I didn't, make, I didn't mean to make it sound <laughs> No, I agree. Uh, even if even if you didn't read the ear the lines, you go, you're going to give it a try. <laughs> that we will forever be uh, tied together, she said. We'll be forever be tied together, victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. Make any sense? Mm. Uh, it, 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 it's it's uh, it's no, it makes sense that that's that's yeah that's for saying that she you know we won't ever sow division and and I hope I sincerely hope she that that's correct right so I, I that's that's a great line I mean it's a great line I, I, and I, I like I like your the way you put it Patrick we'll never again. I'm not sure Amanda is suggesting there were there are not people who are going to there to to sow uh, division. 
I think this line she was referring to people who um, ran into the into the capital. Okay, even forget about that. Uh, the four years of of Trump, uh, the the divisions. Probably Amanda Patrick is saying, "See what has happened when we do this. See it's, it's what has happened. Message. See 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 where it takes us." The young little 22-year-old Patrick is saying it takes it takes no, no, us nowhere. Everyone loses. Go ahead. I think it's a very hopeful message, and and that, that I mean is great. It's a very yeah. good hopeful message for everyone, and it should inspire yeah, okay. people. I think that's why she wrote it. Yeah, you, you should you, you should search Amanda Gorman's um, um, poem. And uh, you know, start to to look into it. Next on the line uh, is uh, my good friend Noah here. If we are to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges. Um, okay, but all the bridges we have made. That is the promise to glad. To glad the hill we climb, if only we we dare. I'll read it again. If we are to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade. In the blade, I think meaning in the knife. Um, you wanting to kill the other person so that you can be victorious, or me wanting to see Mr. Lungu dead so that my HH can rule. That is not where victory is. Okay, but in the, in the bridges we have made. Go ahead, brother. Uh, brother, uh, you, you, you are what? I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. No. Yeah, I think from one point to another, I do poetry myself. So uh, basically, exactly. You need, yeah. So you need people as you are climbing up. So you create sort of a ladder. I think in our African family, like we that. always say you need people to push you when you get to the other side. You create bridges. So that was a very, very powerful uh, poem, is that we mm-hmm. need each other as we uh, move ahead, especially uh, the two political parties bridging the gaps and the differences working as one. So. I think you can hear my little girl in the background, so I'll end right there. Okay, 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 okay. Who wants to say something here? Uh, building uh, bridges uh, that the promise to grade the hill will we, we shall. Uh, uh, in the Zambian again, in the Zambian context, I see very little pattern of of this happening. Uh, we would rather be in our corner here at Shikandwa PF. When you are in our corner, when you are uh, UPND in, the, in, the, in their own, own corner, um, uh, we would rather see uh, guns drawn, Nathan, drawn at the lawyers, mm. guns uh, stop HH at any cost from traveling as a country. That little government is saying we will never see as a victorious uh, uh, nation. But when we begin to, 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 to build bridges, I like the bridges here, uh, you know, you can cr- cross sea, mountains or oceans, nothing, with uh, the, mm-hmm. the bridges. Dr. Kasoso, 
Because being American, no, I didn't, uh, this one is not for us, for Zambians. Um, we've seen a force that would shatter our nation. I want you to think this in the Zambian context. We've seen a force that would shatter our nation rather than share, rather than share it. Would destroy our country if it meant delaying democracy. And this effort very nearly uh, succeeded. We've seen a force, like Asonso, that would shatter our nation rather than share it. Think of this, especially um, in the region of tribalism. Uh, and it is disastrous uh, effects to a, a country. Um, go ahead. Yeah, first, before I reflect on Zambia, let me say one thought on um, the American context. Obviously, the the young lady was speaking about uh, the 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 Trump movement and this thrust and this behavior towards the mm. yeah mm. and the, the propensity to to divide the platform of division, yes. divide and rule. Yeah, and yeah. in the context. On, in the context of Zambia, we have seen it with, with the advent of democracy after Chiluba. In democracy after Chiluba, the votes of Zambia are divided on tribal lines. And um, that is not only Zambian, Zambian problem. That's a global problem. Usually votes are tribal. Yeah. Even here in America, the votes are tribal. Uh, yes, but what we must be able to have is a system that incorporates all the regions and gives a voice to every voter and the willingness to share the country and not sharing like the country that. just politically, uh, but also sharing the country economically. You can't have one region uh, produce the minerals and the other part of the region are where you go and build the universities. That is not sharing the country. You can have one, like half, of the region, one half of the region, uh, you know, uh, uh, comprising the executive, uh, leading the, all the branches of government, and the, the other region, people are not are participating only in support roles. So that isn't sharing the country. Sharing the country means we mm. run the country together. We benefit from mm. the country together. We accept the interests and the stakes of all the villages that form Kenneth Kaunda, Zambia. Uh, yeah, we, that's the willingness that we must have is to share the country. And I, for mm. one, think that it's high time we started advocating for a federal system of government in Zambia where the resources are localized and government is operating regional uh, powers. Uh, you can keep the police force and you can keep the army for the whole country. But all the dynamics of making economic decisions should be at the local level and federalized. And that is a better way to share the country rather than the current system that we but have. If, if, even <laughs> at that level, from what we have seen in America, where mm -hmm. they have states, a federal, federal government, mm -hmm. the tribal war, who wants a Washington to go away? Still mm -hmm. remains, Vakas. Also, it is still yeah, but, remains. But, but not not this one, Roger. There yeah. is the system here that can even overcome that, survive that. But mm. in Zambia, we don't have a system that can overcome that. 
Here the mm-hmm. system overcame or, or overcame the vitriol. Evil lost ultimately. And the common good of the people of the United States is mm-hmm. what prevailed. It, it, kudos mm-hmm. to the system of government. The system of government that regionalizes and federalizes. And when they mm-hmm. come together, they have to follow their laid down rules and principles and traditional mm-hmm. practices of the country. And that held the country together against feelings of rage and segregation and tribalism and racism and trying to insert it on the land of mm, the free. But, so the but, system the system of government and the structure and its structure and its commitment to rules and the institutions thereof have prevailed against the movement of division. I I I don't think that it's a prevailing thing. I think it's a constant working of this. We've seen in the United States, we've seen uh, protests and, 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 and this kind of insurrectionist behavior all along. We've seen last year protests in the summer. In the, I mean, there's a lot of things. It's not a, hey, the election is over, everything's solved, it's done. No. It's you're going to see more but it, because it's a work in progress, and it's really up to the, the people to solve this. The government can't solve this. The people have to solve it ultimately. Um, you know, I think the, the protests from last summer proved those who, who – it, it proved that. This is a work in progress. If you're going to have freedom, if you're going to have liberty, you're going to have to continually manage it. It will never be something that, hey, we've reached a point, now we're there, right? It's a continual well, management well of it. Well said. Dr. Patrick, you have 60 seconds, sum up just about anywhere you want to start. The sister is a weaver of, of contemporary and future history. What what she did, uh, like many of our poet laureates, what she did was take the prose of the past, prose of the present, and we stitched them into poetry. And she found the links needed to bring together what happened in the past with respect to the Trump administration and weave them into the present and projected us into the future, leaving us with hope. If we care to find it, leaving us with hope. If we want it, leaving us with hope that will overcome any harbinger of negativity. So the sister did a great job. And if, yeah. if she all of us... We are down to yes. look for... Especially if yes. looks so small. Yeah. Have a good yes. weekend, if everyone. We, if we take uh, time. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. thank you, everyone. Uh, next week, we continue. Uh, we have a lot of big, big homeworks uh, to, 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 to do. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Oh,